0: Welcome me, welcome you, back to another episode of Hashtag Balance, a podcast about navigating the scam that is adulting as a 30-adjacent-year-old woman living in the Caribbean, trying to find the balance between righteous and ratchet because duality is a thing. That's nameless. Papi Roby Niles in the studio. And, and me, it's season two. Oh, They're cute. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what the doctor says. <laughs> it's so teeny and cute. Yeah, she cute. thinks that should be
1: bigger. You
0: don't worry about that. <laughs> you don't need no bigger, baby. We don't need that. <laughs> You're recording all of this, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, welcome me. Welcome you. It's been forever since I've been here. But like I was discussing outside, I feel like I'm getting to that point where I'm going to do this when I have something to say. Instead of forcing myself to, you know, push up content like every two weeks. Because sometimes I'd be tired. I'd really be tired. But yes, the voice you heard belongs to Miss Jasmine Evelyn. hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you Okay, great. Yes. And shortly you will find out why she is here. But you know, I love to bring on people and have a good conversation. Because I don't know nothing about nothing. And neither do you. <laughs> and we're gonna educate the girls while having some fun. Oh. Now, you know, we're gonna do a little bit of rapid fire. First, I have taken out the ratchet tree <laughs> because you're a professional lady, okay. right? <laughs> Wait, I think so. Let me start it. I don't nice. mean ratchet tree Oh, that's okay. Oh, all right, let me go. What is your favorite drink? A gin and tonic. Oh. <laughs> I, I know you can't wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> Morning or night?
1: Night. Favorite number and why? Number eight, because it's like to me a complete. Well, people say number seven is a complete number. But number eight for me, because it's like an infinity sign. Mm-hmm. And I think when you added my wedding, when I got married to mm-hmm. my partner, we added the numbers, it comes down to eight. So you actually won't get that as a tattoo.
0: That's so, so cute. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Sub or Dom?
1: Ooh. Hmm, it depends though. That's a hard one. It's only. I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Favorite cake flavor? This is any cake. Any cake. Cheesecake. You know it's the apple pie cheesecake. Yes.
2: From Frosted. <laughs> of course. Negative <They're> people. <laughs>
1: What would the
0: title of your memoir be? Finding Balance. Love that. What mm-hmm. scares
1: you? Push out this baby. <laughs> <laughs>
2: not...
1: I'm sorry, there's a lot, but that's currently the number one thing. Um, well, scares me. You got this, though. No?
0: I that feel like if there's anybody that knows what you're going to be good. What's the first thing you notice about someone when you meet them? Hands, feet, teeth. Generally, hold your dress. Yes. It will tell you a lot about Mm -hmm. people. And what advice would you give
1: to your 21-year-old self? There's no need to glow up at 21. Glow up comes later, girl. Big motherfucking fox.
0: (laughs) Big, 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 big fox.
1: Yes. 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 You don't need to peek at 21.
2: You
0: can't. It, you, you shouldn't. You, Is that, you should not. If yeah. you're peaking at 21, you're living life a little too mm-hmm. little too fast. Yeah. Too much pressure. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. So now that we have done our little rapid fire, mm-hmm. go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Okay. So I'm Jasmine. Jasmine Evelyn. Um, I am a pelvic health physiotherapist, which we're going to learn about today. Of course. And I am a yoga teacher. And my business kind of centers around that, so... The reason what I've done, why I've done yoga, is to help with my pelvic health mm-hmm. patients. So my business basically, you know, centers around using yoga Tell the girls and the physio, name of the business. mindful movement. Yes. <laughs> um, so mindful movement is a practice, yoga and physio that helps to promote pelvic health for everyone. Also, yeah, that I am a dog mommy. <laughs> <laughs> she is. I have four dogs that are so sweet, and I love to move. I love to eat. I love to drink. Um, yeah, that's me <laughs> in
0: a in nutshell. Food.
1: Yeah, in a nutshell. And and I love to educate on pelvic health. Which so is
0: why
2: we here are here. Mm-hmm.
0: So basically the catalyst for this episode came from talking to a friend. You know, sometimes you be having like one conversation and it just start to like streamline into like different things. Mm-hmm. So I think we started off talking about going out for food. And somehow it went all the way into, I don't know, we were talking about birth control and mm-hmm. how ghetto it could be. Mm-hmm. And then it went from birth control into talking about tampons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so we were talking about tampons mm-hmm. and I was talking about how I use the cup that I have not used tampons in years. Right. And then she was explaining to me that some saying she doesn't like to use tampons, so she's not even sure if she could use the cup and because I am me, I was a girl, so you don't, you, you don't take no dick? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why I said, because when she was like tampons her, I said, but what? so you don't have the sex? Yeah. Because I'm not understanding. Right. So then that segued into, well, you know, there's a bit of discomfort there. Right. And we had, you know, further conversation about why mm-hmm. I would say mm-hmm. that that happens. So she told me that she has endo and one of the, I don't, we just call it a side effect. What is the right word? I guess it's one of these symptoms. Well, right. Sometimes, yeah. A, or... simp- a kind of a symptom of yeah. the endo is um like painful sex. Right. And vaginismus. Yeah. Okay. And I had never heard of that word before. Right. Really. And I was just like, girl, you what is that, honey? So as you are the doctor and I am not. Explain to the girls.
1: As saw the physio. The physio. Yeah, yeah you might to it enough. We could call it what it is. But remember, I am happy that y'all had this conversation. I'm glad the conversation went down those lanes. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times people have vaginismus or pelvic pain. Mm-hmm. And they don't tell anybody. But no. So I'm glad that the conversation I, that, ended up I'm going there. We because lane. basically what she was telling me is,
0: you know, she has this pain. And I was like, so have you seen anybody about it?" And mm-hmm. she said, well, I don't know who to go to. Right. And I was like, well, I know somebody yeah. <laughs> who, deals, who, who specializes in this. Right. So have her information and book a consult. But it was still very interesting to me because one of the first things that she said to me was that she remembered hearing friends talk about their sexual experiences. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I cannot wait to have some of this when I finally lose my virginity. Mm-hmm. And she said, when I mean, she lost her virginity, she was like, um." Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. This don't sound like the good stuff that y'all be talking about. Right. So she was like, let me try to say again.
2: Hmm.
0: And it was still very painful. Right. So I think it was coupled with the painful sexual experiences, and I think like a very heavy period is when she was diagnosed with the endo. Endo. Okay. And I had no idea. Right. That.
1: So. Yeah. Basically, I explained... I guess we could talk first with the pelvic floor muscles. So, the mm-hmm. pelvic floor muscles are the base of your pelvis. There's a time where you pause the podcast and go and Google pelvic floor muscles so you can see... Where they are. Where they are. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Right. And you will notice that for women, they wrap around the vagina, mm-hmm. which is where we will menstruate from. Mm-hmm. They wrap around the anus, which is where you stool from. And the urethra, which is where you weave from. Mm-hmm. There are three holes down there, ladies. Three, three. holes.
0: People. Mm-hmm.
1: People. People. There are three holes down there. So... If sometimes like those muscles are tight or overactive, mm-hmm. they can cause pain. But why would they be overactive? So in the case of her, I think her pain is her muscles are probably overactive because of the pain that she's having. So imagine if you always have neck pain. Mm-hmm. Your neck muscles are going to become really tight. Your shoulders is going to be up, but your ear is going to mm-hmm. be hard to relax. So the same thing happens if you're having pelvic pain because of endo. Mm-hmm. You will then have it's like a cycle. So you have pain from the endometriosis. Mm-hmm. That then causes the muscles around the area, the area to contract, to contract okay. always be tight. And then that causes pain. So mm-hmm. then there's pain cycle that's happening. Oh, okay. So then when it's time for penetration, like already for penetrative sex to happen, you have to relax. You have, these muscles have to relax. Have to. Mm-hmm. So now if you are in pain because of your endo, remember endo pain happens sometimes during menstruation, after mm-hmm. and before. So that's all the time. If you think of that, that's
0: all the time. Yeah. You'd be a normal person like four days a
1: month. Exactly. <laughs> so, so now you talk. imagine those muscles now, they're always in a state of overactivity. Mm-hmm. And then when you come to relax or to have sex, it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. And then what makes it worse is because you've had pain, that kind of registers in your brain. Mm-hmm. next time you go to have sex, you're thinking this is going to hurt. Again. And if So then it's further tension. Yeah. It. Exactly. And if you expect pain, pain will happen. But vaginismus, just to define it a bit, is generally when the muscles are get tight mm-hmm. and you can't be penetrated. Mm-hmm. So whether it's a tampon, whether it's a exam, a speculum, a digital exam, mm-hmm. sex, penetrative sex. Anything. Mm-hmm.
0: So but what we were talking about before is that usually, but well, not usually, but you don't necessarily conflate vaginismus with like pain. Because in your experience, sorry, in talking to people, a lot of people who have vaginismus would have, quote unquote, developed it from traumatic experiences. And it's not necessarily a byproduct of, okay, can't say any wrong
1: word, a symptom
2: Mm -hmm.
1: of endo. Right. So. So in her case, probably a symptom endo. And coupled um, with probably something else. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes you'll find people had a traumatic sexual experience. Mm -hmm. Sad to say, sometimes a traumatic medical exam. Yeah, it could be anything. It could be anything. But, I mean, technically, medical exam should never be traumatic. Mm-hmm. But it happens. But it it can. And so I've, I've seen a few people who have had a traumatic medical mm-hmm. exam and therefore they develop vaginismus. And then if you are trying to work through vaginismus, it's really important to see, yes, your pelvic health physio, who will work on the physical side of things, mm-hmm. A little bit because I do yoga as well. The breathing, the mindfulness, the relaxation will help. But, but then also some seeing a, a therapy. some talk therapy is definitely needed because you have to work through whatever it is also that
2: the mental that blockage. Mental block.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because mind and body connection is very, very, important. very important. So how do you remedy that? Like if I came to you and let's deal with endo pain first, mm-hmm. what do you do there? Right. Because this is when it's too tight. We can get to what's happened when it's falling out. So
1: So generally for a person, so a person with endometriosis, um, endometriosis awareness month is March. Okay. And the whole theme this year is about using a multidisciplinary team, which means multiple people Mm -hmm. to help solve or help you to manage Mm -hmm. endo. So there's no cure, Mm -hmm. but you want to be able to manage it and live the best quality of life that you can. Mm -hmm. And part of that would be pelvic health physio. And generally when I see persons with endometriosis, we're working on helping them to down regulate. So down regulating nervous system, mm-hmm. helping them to relax their muscles. Not only pelvic floor muscles, but your pelvic floor muscles work with your core mm-hmm. and your glutes. So your buttocks muscles. Mm. All of those things we wanna stretch and relax. So it's gonna be obviously we're gonna talk first, have an assessment. Mm-hmm. Which, if possible, we include a vaginal and or a rectal exam, right? Oh my god! Because those those already muscles, are and you mm-hmm. want to touch them and see? Mm-hmm. And then you want to teach the person to actually massage those muscles. So the physio will help massage them or stretch them for you. Mm-hmm. But then there are tools that you could use, like um the pelvic one. There's a one- why? Are you- <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking at you. Like, how you mean massage them? Okay, so um, how do I explain? So uh, generally, so I mean, they like
0: rubbing the- up my ass and
1: my coochie yes yeah, so, <laughs> so imagine the, a no, finger on, imagine a finger in so i will actually do a on the exam. inside on the inside the muscles are in there so okay I <laughs> you
0: see what i mean by like you see what i mean by like i i didn't know because when you said massage and the muscles tight so, so i'm here thinking you no, know, like, i could just like lay down and like rub my barbie joints and what i call my barbie
1: joints is rub my, <laughs> <laughs> is rub my legs join my body you can't rub your barbie joints so Which is everything, everything, yeah. everything is connected mm-hmm. so but i will okay let's say this person comes to me i say i come to you, you. come to me mm-hmm. you have you have endo pelvic pain for endometriosis we mm-hmm. will chat first blah 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 then mm-hmm. i will do the exam
2: mm-hmm.
1: the exam Generally, because of time, I will try to do the pelvic exam first, mm-hmm. but then I will, when you come back, it will look at your length of your glutes. So how flexible are your hips, mm-hmm. you know, how flexible are your legs, your abdominals, mm-hmm. your back, everything is connected. Mm-hmm. To do the internal exam, I would generally insert one or two fingers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And as I insert those fingers, I can feel your pelvic floor muscles on the inside.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that what you would say to me, well, yeah, Jasmine, it's painful on the left, it's painful on the right. This is the pain I get during sex. This is the pain that I feel. Sometimes when they press in there, the person might say, actually, yeah, that hurts me in my buttocks. Or that hurts me in my tummy. Hmm. Right? Because those, you know how you have sometimes muscles in your neck? No, I understand.
0: Pressed? I'm just very... Right.
1: Uh-huh. Right. So then I would say, okay, well, this is the spot that you need to work on here. And I would give them something like on a clock. If you can imagine a clock. If your clitoris is 12 mm-hmm. and down by your anus is it's 6. Right? That's cute. I would then say, okay, so you've got to <laughs> work around 9 o'clock. Uh-huh. This is when you put your fingers in or the and, wand. Oh. So one, there's a wand is a pelvic wand you could get. Is mm-hmm. this there's like a, f- a baby dildo? Uh, we, I call it a glorified dildo, but it's actually shaped like an S. So oh, okay. when you insert it, you could then turn it to touch the spots. okay. Like
0: right? a back scratcher for inside. And yes, exactly. <laughs>
1: huh. So then you can press on the spot, mm-hmm. and I will have patients who will use those. Hmm. So they can either vibrate, and I, the, the vibration will help to relax the muscle, you Could use them where they have different temperatures, you could use it hot or cold.
0: I want one of
1: these, <laughs> <laughs> I can show you them when we finish. And then, um, <laughs> but you're right, and you can get them from here. I got a pharmacist, right, um, Arlington Pharmacy, to bring them in, mm-hmm. which is all by dwellings. The girls to come
0: directly to you and get this stuff, you don't worry about that. Because <laughs> listen, anybody having the any pain. This is right. where you are coming to, cause, right. but who else are we gonna go to? If right. not you, then who?
1: <laughs> but yes, mm-hmm. so I would teach, so I would probably stretch the muscles and stuff first. The mm-hmm. person so pressing down, pressing to the side, stretching generally, I'll hold the stretch. We'll like to hold the stretch for two minutes, but it depends on how the person feels, right? So if two minutes is too much, is it will be less. So invasive, but interesting, right? But the thing is. What a lot of my patients, when they come to it, this sounds like a lot. But I always tell them I'm going to explain to them what I'm doing. What? Yeah. Before. So mm-hmm. I explain to them before and what I'm doing. I say, well, this is what I'm going to do now. Mm-hmm. And then when they come to it, oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought. It's not as scary as I thought. I don't think it's... I... I am a
0: kind of a different person. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem like busting it down (laughs) because I believe that we are here for a reason. And if I don't feel good and I won't feel better and it means that I got like, you know, bust it out, then...
1: And the thing is, when and you, your job, you m- right, exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, when I do that and I teach you to do it, mm-hmm. then sometimes then I can then say, okay, so you do that at home. Mm-hmm. and then you come, I like, to focus on massaging your tummy, something massaging else, massaging your glutes, etc. I can help you with that as well if you need. to. It depends on everybody's comfort. Some people say I actually prefer for you to do it, mm-hmm. and I can do it at home. Or some people say get through with it at home so we can focus on other. No, things. something else. Okay. Then it also entails a lot of yoga, mm-hmm. so stretching stretches for the hips. and I always feel bad for people who have endo and they want to work out hard at the gym because sometimes they will say, well, after I do core, my tummy is so sore mm-hmm. because these muscles are tight in the core mm-hmm. and then you're doing core work and making it tighter. So
2: That's, that's what...
0: so crazy that you would never study things like... Because they... <laughs> You see the whole like connection thing. Mm. My knee, I hit my knee last year, and it's been taking me forever to go about my knees. But the reason why my <laughs> knee don't, laugh, it's been taking forever. But the reason why my knee is taking so long is because my left cheek is asleep, exactly. basically. So mm-hmm. that's how we found out that is a like my glute is not activating properly. You need so all so all the muscles around my knee and in my lower back are overworking to, to, to overcompensate. Yep. So I've been trying to <clears throat> wake it up, yes. <laughs> basically, yes. to wake it up and so that these muscles around my knee, etc., can relax. Can relax. And then now I am kind of working on the, now that it's asleep a little, not asleep, oh, awake a little bit more. It is now to tell the other muscles, yeah, y'all don't have to work as hard anymore because this one will wake up. And it's made me fat, but I mean... Function, gotta be able to. Be able to be be, I, yes, yeah. So I'm able to move better. Mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to go back in the gym and not hurt my damn self again. Yeah, and that's like, that's crazy.
2: Like it I did not explain
0: it. Yeah, but no, but that's still like weird. Like you would not even think that because you have endo, you can't work out hard.
1: You can, but
0: you, but have you still to, have to
1: be. Might, that's that's what I'm saying. Mindful. You have to be very, as your yeah. thing says, mindful yes. movement. Yes. Come on, yes. Come on, it's the intentionality and what's exactly. I did not even know if that's a word, but we made it
0: up today. But yes, so literally, you have, to, you have to be very
1: intentional. You have to be intentional. You have to know if I'm doing core, mm-hmm. when my work was finished, when everybody else is bouncing, I got to stay on the mat and I got to do some stretches for my abdominals. Mm-hmm. I got to do some, maybe some knee rolls. I got to do some Sphinx poses, some um, mm-hmm. cobra poses, something to stretch. To
0: tell those muscles
1: it's to, time to, oh, to let to relax. go. Yeah. Because, because they're not transcends from... Oh. So they will leave the gym and they, everything is tight.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I always say you can still work on stuff, but you need to know when your work is finished. You need to take time to tell your muscles to relax after. It's time to breathe. Because they're not going to relax stretch. on their
2: own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. Excuse, interesting. So my treatment will be Get any person, and a lot of it is I want them to be independent because the endo is not going away. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn what to do. I'm teaching you what to do. You gotta look after your pelvic floor. You gotta make sure that it's relaxed. So it's persons with endo are not people that I will get to be doing a whole set of kegels because we said if a muscle is mm-hmm. tight, we don't want to be over overworking it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you could do more reverse kegels where you're focusing on feeling the muscle relaxed. You might do a mini kegel, but then you're focusing on feeling the longer muscle part is relaxing. relaxing. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes even if these people have the incontinence where they're leaking urine or anything, Mm -hmm. sometimes it could be because their muscles are overactive, not because they need to strengthen them. So if a muscle is too tight, it can't do its job. That's important for people to walk away. Mm. If your
2: muscle,
1: if your bicep is too short, you Mm -hmm. can't pick up food to feed yourself. Mm-hmm. And if it's too long, you can't bend the elbow to, to bring it to, to your mouth. Okay. So the same thing goes to your pelvic floor. So it, every time you have a little incontinence, it don't mean, it that mean that. It, you got to run to do kegels. Okay. And I always try to tell people this. So, so you
0: could be actually making the problem worse. Correct. If you don't, okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. See, you know your to be a pelvic health physio at the end of this. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. I'm, but no, that's but I'm saying all that is very interesting. I just figured that if you can't keep it in, that means that you got to learn to keep it.
1: In, but, but it could be that you everything. need to actually let it relax so the muscle could then keep it in. Oh, okay. can. Right. So it will teach them all of that, mm-hmm. teach them, you know, the breathing, diaphragmatic breathing. Mm-hmm. If you if you expand your diaphragm on an inhale, mm-hmm. your pelvic floor will expand. Your diaphragm and your pelvic okay, floor. Okay, welcome come to you regardless, just so I could go through all of this
0: This sounds like a fun aspect to breathe well and
1: mm-hmm. be a person. Be a citizen.
0: Yes. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. So, that is for endo and pain.
1: Mm-hmm. Call
0: it pain, yeah. The vaginismus aspect. Right. Because I had seen you post, again, I call them the little mini-dildos, the little dilators. Dilators, right. right. So, walk
1: me through that part. Right. So, <coughs> generally for vaginismus, the dilators are a great tool. Mm-hmm. But, again, you would have had your chat with the physio, you would have had your assessment. Mm-hmm. Again, these are the persons I really want to make sure I talk through everything with and tell them, even if I don't get to do the internal, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I just want to get an idea what the muscles are like. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, though, surprisingly, when I t- explain to them, as I said, if you take a breath in, mm-hmm. your diaphragm will expand. It will create a little pressure in your tummy, which will help your pelvic floor to expand. Mm-hmm. And when I tell them to do that, well, I'm going to insert a finger. you find that they... I can insert your finger, right? Because yeah. I again, feel like
0: a lot is also going on, like they're focused on the breath
1: and making sure right. that there's a yeah, expansion. And then sometimes if it is a traumatic experience because they don't they feel comfortable at, at the clinic, mm-hmm. it will happen, mm-hmm. right? In terms of being able to get the finger you've in. You've been, you've ever had anybody that you can not insert the finger? I've had, I can think of two people where you couldn't insert the finger, but sometimes it's something called vestibulodynia. There's right. the vestibule, is the right, the outside, the entrance of the vagina. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can be very, very sensitive. And sometimes you could get a misdiagnosis of vaginismus because when you touch the entrance, it's painful. So so it's sensitive as in not just that like you feel everything, is just touch as in it's hurt. When you touch it, it hurts. Why? Who knows? You don't know. That's bare foolishness. <laughs> sometimes it could be sometimes it could be a traumatic experience but there's no there a lot of these things a lot of pelvic flares, there's other things where it's like you don't know the exact cause mm-hmm. of way. but be, imagine if I touch something and trauma does not necessarily mean like
0: something triggering like where your mind is going like you said it could be like a medical exam
1: mm-hmm. you probably had like a real up fall when you was younger something of these sort right mm-hmm. so when you imagine if I touch the outside of the vagina mm mm-hmm and it hurts, the inside is going to queue up Mm -hmm. to to contract. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it could be the outside, and you'll find that once I get past the outside and go inside, everything everything feels okay. Mm -hmm. So it's about, sometimes you may have to use a numbing cream or something on On the the outside outside. Mm -hmm. for that. But for vaginismus now, the dilators are handy Mm -hmm. because they are, they have different sizes. Mm -hmm. So you could start with a very small size and then work up to the bigger size. Mm -hmm. So... Generally, if a person has like, a toy they want to use or their partner, I would mm. get them to like, identify which of these looks like the size of your toy or your partner. Mm-hmm. And this is your goal.
2: Mm-hmm. And right? you work your way and up you work to up that. There.
1: But the thing is, as we said before, you still have to have the work with your t- the therapist. Mm-hmm. And then when you work with the dilators, you have to be patient. Mm-hmm. You have to be um, consistent. So it's something you got to do like every day? Generally every day, and you will insert it, and then when you insert it. You practice the breathing, so you will practice the diaphragmatic breaths, mm-hmm. so your pelvic floor relaxes around the dilator mm-hmm. and get next to it. And then once you get happy with that one, and you move on to the next one.
0: Being a person is so much goddamn work. It's work. That's so. That's uh, I say it is foolishness, not meaningless. Like the whole foolish by me like that's that's a lot of effort. It's like a lot you, of effort. You gotta day. be a person every day.
1: Yeah. Like, you just can't back up and roll. And you gotta commit to, you know, if I want this. <clears throat> and that's something gonna that be hard. You gotta do it for it. It depends. Everybody's different. But generally, until you reach your goal. No, when I say
0: how long, as in, like,
1: if I have to insert, insert it, it. And I do the diaphragmatic breathing. I say right there. Diaphragmatic. diaphragmatic breathing. Right. I would generally say two to five minutes. So, two minutes is how you stretch to allow fascia to stretch. Fascia is, you know, you clean chicken as a pulley thing the muscles, right? You, if you stretch for thirty seconds, you're not gonna get into stretching faster, mm-hmm. which means the stretch isn't gonna be as long lasting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, a two to five minute stretch, so, like in yoga, if you hold the position for two to five minutes, that's where you really do get the lengthening. The stretch, okay, exactly. So, I would say generally two to five minutes. We really dilated in doing your breathing, your relaxation.
0: That's not bad. I was hoping I wasn't like half hour every no, day. Mm-mm. Okay. Not, five not minutes. Half every day. Five minutes I think <clears> is doable. <throat> That's cute. Like five minutes and you could make it if you hippie dippy, you could make it let like you get up, you do it on the morning and you do it while you <laughs> breathe and say your affirmations. Right. Make it make it nice.
1: Exactly. And I always say include it into your routine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Which is goes across the board for all physio. I say include your physio exercises into your routine mm-hmm. so that it becomes part of what you're doing and it's not a sure. But I know that it's hard. It can because be hard. I myself have done physiotherapy. It's not and fun. It's not. F- I like, My knee's
0: still in all the don't go about, and it's been six months. Granted, it needs still stay long, <laughs> but <laughs> but not because it takes so much effort to be a fully function. I had a about this this past weekend, but it's like it takes a lot to be a fully functioning adult. If you care about yourself and you care about how you move and you care about you care about you and being the best you. It takes you, a lot. It takes a
1: lot of effort. You just it can't does. roll out of bed and, and move. Yep. I, as I said, I remember I was lying down in bed before I got pregnant. or And I was thinking, my back can kind of feel kind of niggly because I have a scoliosis. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? If I, I'm planning to get pregnant, I got to work on this scoliosis. Mm-hmm. And I did that before. Intentional. So that I wouldn't be... Messed up, <laughs> basically. I, I sent up my appointment with my psychologist. Mm-hmm. Never, I've never seen a psychologist before. Mm-hmm. But I have never had meltdowns before until this pregnancy. Yeah, so,
0: understandable.
1: I'm gonna see one. I'm gonna set up the appointment, regardless of how you feel. That's right. So that the blues don't. But that's my. To me, might me, I think. How... So they don't consume me.
0: Basically, mm-hmm. I actually treat my therapist like. Like a. What do you wanna say? I don't have like weekly appointments or anything. And I think we've developed a very good rapport. So, like, I would literally message her on WhatsApp and be like, girl, you. <laughs> Come here for a minute.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But when you come here for a minute, let me know if you got little time. Yes. So it's almost like a check-in to make sure that like my unraveling is normal or I'm handling right. the situation well. Right. So I've gone to that point where like it's almost like check-ins. Like how I will go to my physio once a month. I will go and get my hair done, my nails done, my everything is like I touch, I check in with her. I exactly. literally put her into the roster exactly. almost
1: like, which is as you said, taste work.
0: It does. So, like, for you, if you've never been before, but you you are anticipating, like, I know you can have some meltdown, so let me just slot this in just to make sure that i keeping it all the way together. Yeah. That's, it's that's perfect. That is perfect. That is perfect. So, the opposite. When like, everything falling out. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> I laugh it because I, hmm, there are two things that led to. Like, because I feel like I had a meltdown with you two. You did. Yeah. (laughs) Because what what do you mean? (laughs) So. You're minding your own business. Just trying to. And you post this thing. And it was like, oh, then you think that you can have like a hysteria. It was something I just. The thing that haunts me is the laugh. In the real because it was like, where would you do that? <laughs> where is it? Oh, you think you could going to have a hysterectomy, but did you know that your uterus keeps everything in place? And I was like, what do you mean by everything that like you can have prolapse? And they said, but Jasmine, how do you mean that my vagina is going to follow <laughs> Or my asshole is literally going to just come sliding on down the chute <laughs> because I've decided to have a hysterectomy? And the reason why I was having that meltdown is because I am more or less team no kids. I feel like almost everybody who knows me knows this. Mm-hmm. Like kids are cute, mm-hmm. but I'm not really sure if, if they're in my destiny. You. So I figured that, you know, if I hit by like 35, 36, mm-hmm. 36 37, and like nobody ain't me enough. Right? <laughs> like, like no man hasn't, it's you it. know, made the best come to my ever and, yeah. and and trick me, I would go and have a hysterectomy because I mean it's like, well, why yeah, are we here? Yeah. yeah. I get you. And then when I realized <laughs> that I could get rid of my uterus, but then that also means that one morning, my vagina <laughs> could come on shimmying down. I said, absolutely
1: not. not. <laughs> and, I, and I knew when you messaged me with that, that is where you were coming from. I knew. And because I was like, the thing is, I have these conversations as well. When I, people are like, well, I have the fibroid, but I figure I could just get the hysterectomy. I take out everybody and done. Everything. But then I'm like, okay. But remember that your uterus still serves a purpose. Did it not serves a mean, structural purpose. Did not know
0: that. Mm-hmm. They did not teach me that in biology. They said that your uterus is for children and for periods. And then if none is, you could. <sighs>
1: As you can tell, I'm very distraught So <laughs> because... imagine if I don't know how best to explain it because people can't see us. So imagine if there were three people sitting down here, huddled mm-hmm. together,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you take one person away. Mm-hmm it's easier for the other two to shift around. You can see that? Yeah. So when you have your uterus, your uterus is there in the middle, mm-hmm. your bladder is in the front, and your rectum is in the back. And when you move your uterus from there, there's a void, there's a space. So your bladder so we can shift. So can't put like a plastic bag in there. Your bladder could shift and come down into your vaginal space, which is like a bladder prolapse. Or your rectum could come forward into your vaginal space It's a rectal prolapse. Oh my now, God. When I see, um, when I have patients who have a prolapse, I will always answer any pelvic surgeries and this say, oh, yeah, a prolapse. Uh, not a prolapse, sorry, mm-hmm. a hysterectomy. But the thing that doctors don't tell you is, yes, you don't want to have children. It's okay to have a hysterectomy if you want one. or if you, But the oh, thing I is, didn't. you have to think of, not that I've had this hysterectomy, there's a space here. I need to make sure that the muscles that are supporting everything work properly. I need to make sure that when I lift things that I engage those muscles, I don't create a lot of pressure in my tummy. He's, but I mean, you can but, right you cannot move it, but that is so I feel but, like
0: it's almost a damned if you do damned if you don't because it's like if i if I take it out it's gonna follow but then another friend of mine <laughs> sorry, another friend of mine she literally. Like, I call it cut me a dub plate, which is sent a long voice note. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but she was basically giving me an example because you could also get prolapse not from just a hysterectomy, but mm-hmm. again, she had a traumatic birth
2: mm-hmm.
0: where, um you know, because COVID is ghetto.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: sorry not i don't want frightening you i'm so sorry about this it's okay i hear but, all your <clears> horror <throat> stories so i think she went to qeh and she was telling them i feeling like a lot of pressure i think the baby is coming and they were like nah go back home our home is in saint peter and she went back home and then within like two three hours she was back at the hospital she was like no like mm-hmm. same mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. here like i could feel like a lot of pressure like help me, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> and because COVID, I don't think her husband was able to be there with her, right. and it was like she literally told me that she had to start like freaking out and crying and screaming and need for somebody to, to come yeah. and check her. And when they finally checked her, her son's head was basically like all, like crowning. yeah. So obviously, all of that, you're not pushing the baby pushing its way out. Yeah. So she told me when she was in the hospital. She still she kept telling them that something feels wrong. Yeah, And she's been there before. She's had a baby before. So this is her second child. So she's like, no, something does not feel right. And they're like, oh, right. you're going to be good, you're going to be good, you're going to be good. She said she went home and within like three weeks to a month, she was like, my insides still do not feel right. right yeah, she, said, she took a mirror and looked and she could like literally see like flashlight coming out. She yeah. had prolapse. Yeah, yeah. One, we would sue the QBH because what they, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? that it's like, you're a young person. So, yes. <laughs> like, uh-huh. you're a young person. Your muscles should be working. Like, you in the gym. That's what I mean. Like, you could so, be an otherwise
1: healthy person. Right. And still experience it and outside of. So, there are two things I want to say there. What causes products, mm-hmm. before you forget. And what you just said about being young. Mm-hmm. So, whenever I talk with Pellet, I always say pelvic floor dysfunction and mm-hmm. prolapse in particular does not happen to all women people think it's an all women thing mm-hmm. it starts when we're young after we've had our children or after whatever mm-hmm. and it starts because we Wait, feel like too much back there uh-huh
2: nothing. what? <laughs> carry on <laughs> huh.
1: because uh-huh. it starts when we feel something down there and we say oh, I feel something weird but I don't want to look uh-huh. look down there People know what it looks like. So, mm-hmm. I you look and something isn't right, you know what's going on. Right. And then maybe as time goes, all that happens is that time passes by. What mm-hmm. happens as time passes? We get older. And then we're in our 50s, in our 60s, and then we get diagnosed with a prolapse. But really and truly I've had patients in their 20s and their 30s with prolapse.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because it, it's not about being old. Mm-hmm. It's about having whatever it is that caused the prolapse to happen. Mm-hmm. And yes, time can make it worse, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that, oh, prolapse it only started,
0: It started, right. So age would exacerbate it, but
1: not that it started in your old age. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, a prolapse happens because your pelvic organ has shifted down for whatever reason. So it could be a few reasons. You had COVID and you were coughing all the time. Hello? Yeah. So a person. Excuse a, me. So a person with a persistent cough or sneeze. Like I've had patients where. I'm so like, you mean you could got sinusitis and. Yes. Get exactly. The, get, uh, get away from That's me. That's like why you with this. say posted the video saying <laughs> how to sneeze properly, and I was saying you must sneeze and let it sneeze out. Oh, you know, people like to sneeze right? yeah, and like. Yeah, and let it I push it down. It, push, it p- goes down there. Oh <laughs> the pressure. The pressure, <laughs> goes, the pressure wait, from the sneeze wait, 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 goes wait, wait, wait. down to your vagina. You can sneeze your coochie out. Oh, you oh can. my God. You can cough it out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. You can be in the gym lifting weight, heavy weight. And because you're not breathing out oh, when you're lifting the weights, because you're bracing and pushing your core out and pushing down through your vagina, you're lifting wrong. So you huh. can strain it that way. I had a patient this week. The reason why she has her prolapse is because she was moving house and she was doing a lot of lifting. So I have to teach her to lift and engage your pelvic floor and breathe out.
2: We like come to into lift, you.
1: We like to lift and because hold our breath,
2: mm-hmm. and then the pressure
0: builds up in your tummy. Even though I feel that like it might be doing things right. I can still come but me an appointment. <laughs> oh so my god, she's like so, so smokers
1: because they're coughers. Uh, what else? Obviously, persons who pregnancy and a vaginal delivery generally put you more at risk. But you still can have dysfunction with a cesarean section. That's uh-huh. something that blows people's minds when I say this. Because when you have a C-section, and you've just had a cut in your abdominal muscles, Everything remember we talked about fascia. Mm-hmm. The fascia around your tummy is not tight. That can translate down to your pelvic floor. And then so also the some people
0: is, not lifting things properly, not breathing properly, right. frightened to cough. Ouch! You see what I mean by being up. Mm, God could have just said he don't like me. What do you mean? <laughs>
1: One in three women will have some kind of pelvic floor dysfunction. One in three. So, two of us in here now.
2: But so it's everybody outside. So. Right. So, so, it can't, I'm
0: not speaking
1: that
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um, And then half of the women over 55. So, everybody. Mm-hmm. I think it's because a lack of knowledge. I went to physio school for three years and I never learned what the pelvic floor. It's only when I did my placement specific for that I but to But I didn't
0: know that you could cough it out. You understand why? Yeah, because if you create depression, you're pushing it, you're you pushing it down your stomach, yeah. the muscles get one day, like, we are tired of this, let's right. let go.
1: Right, so I will, sometimes I will get persons to cough and see how they're coughing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I will tell them, okay, <clears throat> now, when you cough, let the cough out and engage Don't. down here. Engage it or? Lift, lift your, so engage your pelvic floor. So imagine.
0: so when you cough is almost like, when you, I, what's the word? What do you, you want to say Stomach
1: vacuums, I guess. Yeah. So uh, you know, like, it, but because I try to do. You call it when you're, when you're having sex and you're. What is that called? Quentin. <laughs> that's great. <Wait>, quints. <laughs> I don't know the word. <laughs> Quint, Quentin. That, that's what these Jamaicans call it. Akiga <laughs> cough? Quentin cough. Quentin cough. That's a new thing.
0: That's going to be the name of this episode. Yeah, Quint and Cough. (laughs) (laughs) Quint and Cough. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So when you cough (laughs) and then the other thing is you want to quit and sneeze Mm -hmm. and sometimes people will have leakage like on the way to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Except we all the place but it's still making sense. mm -hmm. This is always all over the place and always makes sense. So we on brand. So imagine you want to leave here Mm -hmm. and you want to go to the bathroom. Home. At home. Mm -hmm. And you can't hold it. Mm-hmm. But so that's one scenario mm-hmm. and the other scenario is you sneeze or cough in the studio and you leak urine mm-hmm. those are two different types of pelvic floor holes the sneeze, when you sneeze or cough and leak earring or laugh, that's the quaint that's when you need your pelvic floor to move quickly mm-hmm. when you cough you want it to at the same time
2: mm-hmm.
1: but for in order for you to make it to wherever you're going you want your pelvic floor to be able to hold a little longer, so you okay. So, you want like a, a long, long holes, hole, and then there's like a sharp quick mm-hmm. So, some people will be able to hold long, but, good, they, can't but they can't snatch. Ah. and So, that is when you will be teaching the person to do quick contractions. But then, as I said, you gotta hold a class, you always have to be assessed first because sometimes the reason why you can't do a quick squeeze is because the muscles are tight and
2: they can't so you can't,
0: because if they're already tight, they could just hold,
2: mm-hmm. but
0: they can't snatch because they ain't got nobody to snatch and go. Oh, exactly. Huh. That's
1: so sweet. we started at prolapse and we ended up with queen team. But we- <laughs> Right. So how do you fix? Can you fix prolapse? So you can. Whenever my patients come to me, I always tell them, we don't want your prolapse to get worse. Mm-hmm. That's a win. Mm-hmm. And we don't want anything else to prolapse. So if you came for a prolapse uterus... I will say, we don't want your bladder and your rectum to join the party. We just want it to stay here. We don't want it to get worse. Now, a symptom, do you want the symptoms to go away? Mm. Sometimes. So you can fix it? You can. If I have vaginal prolapse, like my is literally
0: sliding down. So, we, what? If, what are
1: do we doing so do here? So, when you have a prolapse, it's your <laughs> organs that are pushing down into the vagina. You can see that? Yeah, pushing. Oh, okay, Uh uh-huh. Right. So you want, the, for organ. example, you don't want to feel the heaviness. Uh-huh. So the prolapse may improve where sometimes you may have a prolapse that's just where you can see it peeking out at the entrance of the vagina. Uh-huh. Sometimes a prolapse would might be like I will go and I like, patient And the it's being out on the outside. Right, it's out. In which case. Absolutely not. In, <laughs> in, 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 in which case, and if this is a person who has come to me. I will then say, look, you need to go to your gynecologist and figure out what's the best steps. Because from, you get like surgery to put it back in. You can have surgery to, if it's your bladder, of course, they will tape up everything. Mm -hmm. If it's your uterus, sometimes they will, they will remove it lightly. Right? Lately. They will do a
0: hysterectomy. But then doesn't not exacerbate. If my uterus prolapse and it pushing on everybody, then if you
1: take it out, then me and my husband... This is when... No, this is when... Because when they remove it, Mm. they will actually tighten up the ligaments and stuff in there. Oh, okay. And then that's when you (coughs) want to come to physio. To make sure that you... To... Keeping everybody pulled Right, because sometimes the reason why you have the prolapse is because you be it on a weekend and you have to lift a whole set of boxes oh, me that. All this- <laughs> you might have you might realize that look I feel this heaviness every time I lift in or I you know I don't know I, you know saying? I, I understand example. but like you got me st- right. you got me function. so imagine this no, I ain't saying this it's gonna happen to you I know but, but it imagine like, and I
0: lift everything imagine you're
1: lifting everything so, whenever I lift these heavy things, I feel this pressure in my vagina mm-hmm. and let's say your uterus you got it removed Mm-hmm. Because it was coming all the way When you go back home after the surgery and you've healed and you mm-hmm. go back to lifting the boxes, you still find the same pressure in the place. You need to come to physio to, then to, learn, to learn to shift it, how where can, to go. How, how do I lift these boxes without creating pressure in my tummy?
0: Right, so I'm going to come to you to learn how to lift everything and do everything without creating pressure because I want my girl to stay in place.
2: This is. But what?
1: there was something else that you asked me. What was the first question? I can't remember. <laughs> Well, oh, if it was fix it. Mm-hmm. So part of fixing it is making it asymptomatic. So you don't want the person to be saying, like, when I come out of the supermarket and I go to my carrot, my bags, mm-hmm. I feel it's heaviness. Mm-hmm. So you want to help them strengthen the pelvic floor. Mm-hmm. You want to help them be able to control the pressure in their mm-hmm. tummy, strengthen their abs and their legs and their glutes and everything. Mm-hmm. So that they, even if the prolapse is still there, it doesn't bother them. Sometimes, so it don't go back in but it would just it might not... go it might the, the muscles may help it to lift a bit but mm-hmm. it's not gonna go back to 100% mm-hmm. right
2: mm-hmm.
1: unless the prolapse is very very minimal but what you want is to be able to live with the prolapse and you don't want the prolapse to get worse you can have sex with prolapse you can have sex with the prolapse 100% so instead is <laughs> so just push it back in basically or sometimes <laughs> the thing so is childish. sometimes uh-huh. if you're laying down like I will have a patient where she's laying down I don't see the prolapse so it was um... okay when you stand you
0: know, up. Mm-hmm. Right. When you
1: stand up, cough. Give me a cough, beard not Let me see if we see anything standing up. So sometimes mm-hmm. lying down, you'll be fine. Hmm. Not saying that everybody's having sex lying down. Und- but the thing fair. is with, The way, get in again, the be way get in. whole sex works is that you're pushing upwards. Right. So But it, if you're pushing it back and it don't it ain't gonna hurt. It sh- shouldn't. It shouldn't hurt. Sometimes if it's your uterus, it may be painful. It may be a little uncomfortable, cause generally if you hit the cervix, something that could be uncomfortable. Right. But with the bladder prolapse and stuff, generally not. I would never tell my patients not to have sex unless it's uncomfortable. Okay. But um, there was something else I wanted to say, cause you were asking me if it, if it could be fixed. Sometimes you have to get a pessary inserted, which is the so first a start. pessary is like a little ring. They have different shapes mm-hmm. and you're going to call it to so insert that inside.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But you have to remember that. This is something that can come out just hmm. like anything else. So mm-hmm. you still have to be able to You're control. Like right. You still have to be able to control the pressure and <clears> keep the muscles strong enough to keep the pessary in. And generally, if they start with a small pessary and they can't hold, they will go bigger and bigger. And the bigger, they're already more uncomfortable than maybe. So I always tell so patients. So it's like putting in
0: like a little cart and making sure that you do
1: what you need to do to keep the cart in. Yes. So the cart can support everything.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: This is.
0: This is very overwhelming, but I'm coming to you just to make sure that I'm doing everything right because I would absolutely lose my shit. Li- apparently, literally, if I, don't, if, I don't, if, I don't, if I don't lift these things correctly. Oh, my God. So do men have pelvic floor issues?
1: Yes, men have pelvic floors because mm-hmm. they have a pelvis. Obviously. Um, but their issues are a little different to ours. So mm-hmm. we are generally more vulnerable to pelvic floor dysfunction because of all the life cycles that we have around our pelvis. So we have menstruation, (coughs) which then puts us at risk of the endo, PCOS, etc. Then we have uh, the potential for pregnancy and childbirth Mm -hmm. and then menopause. Mm -hmm. So generally, and because of the anatomy, we Mm -hmm. have more holes down there. We have Mm -hmm. a big hole. Literally. Right? They don't have that big gap. Mm -hmm. But men can have pelvic floor dysfunction. Generally, it will happen... Like after surgery, so after prostate surgery, mm-hmm. is when they would definitely have to work on their pelvic floor strength and length. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about we want the good length and strength. <coughs> we don't want the strength, mm-hmm. but we want good length as well. So they could not be incontinent. or so they don't only the E-ram, which is big after prostate surgery. Mm-hmm. And also uh, erectile dysfunction. So people always think erections only come from blood going to the penis,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but your pelvic muscles actually, when they contract, they help to keep the blood in the penis. Mm-hmm. And if you do, so if any men are listening, <coughs> our penis owners are listening to this <laughs> mm-hmm. podcast and you do a Kegel, generally your penis will go up. So it helps to Oh, that's what that lift. is. Right. Oh, that's a Kegel. Amen. hmm Oh, that's okay. So it helps to give the penis some lift. So that's sometimes so you can actually have... <laughs> If your pelvic floor muscles are overactive in men, they might have premature ejaculation. Hmm. So remember, I posted. a I posted the thing where the lady was saying, just because a man comes quick doesn't mean that your poo is good. it's good. Is, good. is it there, also could be, he that he he, it also mean that well, he have a problem? It also mean that he a problem. Well, girls, girls, <laughs> turn it up. Right. If he's having or if he, any pain with ejaculation, and these are sometimes things that you <clears> might <may throat> tell the urologist, but they might not think off the bat that it might be pelvic floor dysfunction. So pain of ejaculation, premature ejaculation. Men also book an appointment. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then um, just sometimes there's something called um chronic nonbacterial prostatitis. So it's you may go and get the test for like, enlarged prostate or prostatitis, just like inflamed prostate, mm-hmm. and it's always negative. Mm-hmm. But you have this pelvic pain. And some men will say it feels like if I'm sitting on a golf ball. Mm-hmm. And that could be the tight muscles that makes it feel that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so men will have pellet it for its function as well, but as I said, women are more Pronto. predisposed okay. to it. That's, so, men don't get like anal you know, prolapse or anything? So? Not generally, you know. That's very no, no. I can go talk to God about this because I feel like we've got to do a lot. Like, that he's got to do a lot. But I'm sure, I've never heard of it, but I'm sure if you were a person who was, um, for example, if you had gender affirming surgeries, so. If you were trans, oh, a trans uh, woman, uh-huh. might then have to use the dilators to actually be able to create a space to have a functional vagina. It should be a man who's transitioning to a woman.
0: Yeah, but run over with me again.
1: Right. So if you're a man who's transitioning to be a, a woman, woman. And they have gender reassignment surgery, then they to right. use the dilators. You could, sometimes you might have to use dilators to be able to have a functioning vagina. Mm-hmm. And then that, is cause, that could cause a little prolapse in your back. Not prolonged in bad, but it might mean that if you have, imagine, because remember, a vagina is stretchy, mm-hmm. and a person who's born male doesn't have that stretchy organ, mm-hmm. so they might have to actually use the dilators to create mm-hmm. a, that mm-hmm. stretchy organ. So, it mean, in terms of it might be painful for them to have penetrated sex with their new vagina, so they might use the dilators to help okay, to okay. have a functional vagina.
0: Ben's still getting out licking. I don't know really... how it goes though. Don't get me started. <laughs> but that's very <bare> foolishness. <laughs> that is so much foolishness. I got my mind how I live. Mind how I call. I'm so
1: sorry that I told you that thing <clears throat> with the kids. It, was just, it Girl, was just an example. But
0: no, I be living at everything's for real. I got stop and let my brother do it. Because you see, ladies, don't be afraid. I'm, like, fuck all that. I I am woman. I am strong. I am independent. Call these men. <laughs> and let them yeah. lift up these heavy you understand lift up these because look at you struggling huffing and puffing one be proud to show that you could you could bring all these heavy bosses <laughs> in, so and then you could
1: again drop out trying to prove a point that is foolishness <laughs> right, but if you are doing lifting remember don't hold your breath to lift when you're doing a lifting mm-hmm. make sure you keep breathing and make sure you breathe out especially when you initiate a lift mm-hmm. to relieve any pressure
2: oh jesus
1: because sometimes with a pro, like, it makes no sense strengthening your pelvic floor, and then you're going to be doing things that are creating pressure here. I'm not so sometimes right. It's, right. So sometimes I will even say, look, it's not even about your pelvic floor. Your pelvic floor is pretty strong. You need to work on how you're lifting. You need to work on how you're sneezing. Mindfulness and
0: your movement. Exactly. Look at us, just bringing it full it does. circle. Full circle.
1: Oh, girl, you know that not my spirit.
0: <laughs> you actually love this I, cause I am. <laughs> because, because, whatever. The oh my god! I need to go lay down. You need to bring her back. I talk about what. All this stuff. Nah, I but think like. It's
1: Oh <sighs> we might have to do it uh, eventually one we could do once so whenever and once a blue mood we'll just talk of one topic. Yeah, but it's no this so is this this so
0: is, much this is stressing me out. <laughs> I <feel pretty> good. <laughs> 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 because you ain't gonna worry half this shit now. Nah, this is ooh 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 ooh. Oh, any parting words that you want to give the girls besides book an appointment to come see you? Because I feel like everybody <laughs> yeah. needs to come to see you at this point. Like, again, just I, like a little one-off something. Make sure that you're doing all the things that you're supposed to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, my parting words would be, there's so many things you could do to look after your pelvic floor. But as, and I can just speak to women in particular. As women, if you know something's wrong, you have to say something to your doctor. If you know, especially, for example... But you know what, I hope you don't lose your
0: thought, but literally what you just said about you may go to the doctor, you might explain your symptoms, and mm-hmm. their first thought may not be pelvic floor health. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same thing circling all the way back to the girl that I had the first conversation yes. with. She mm-hmm. was diagnosed with the endo. She was put on birth control. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, all right, go off into the world. Right. Like, so you're only like prescribing medicine. Yes. Like over the counter stuff or the white man's medicine, as Mm -hmm, I would say, mm -hmm. but then where do we go from here? Like, imagine if I never had, and I feel like all of this conversation came from the fact that I was tweeting about. The birth control that I was on was making me nauseous all the time. And mm-hmm. I think she reached out to me about that. And then because I was eating food, she was just like, oh, I saw you to this place. And like that's kind of how the conversation all right, went right. all together. Yeah. But like if I never made mention of me and this, these birth control rules, we would Listen have never gone down Listen that. Listen to
1: me. That's the next thing. So I'm going to come back to the first point I was making. Mm-hmm. But we need to talk as women. That you see how you reached out day, You messaged me, you were like, It's not about the birth control. Mm-hmm. You need to feel comfortable to talk to women because we are all going through it. pretty much the same thing. It's the ghettos. <laughs> sometimes you feel as though you're alone. they people with too, they feel as though I'm the only person going through this pain. You're not. There's so many people. I didn't even endo. know that endo used to cause pain during sex. They
0: just thought you had like real bad periods and mm-hmm, couldn't yeah. eat bread. Yeah.
1: Just. <laughs> <laughs> No, so, because it's not bread, like yes yeah, yeah, and that's a tricky, you, you yeah. see? So <laughs> it it does have, so you have your endo, but then you have then, so I have a patient with endo right now, mm-hmm. and her pelvic floor is so overactive that she cannot empty her bladder. I mean. So when you go to urinate, your bladder has to relax, allow so the your so pelvic pee, floor mm-hmm. has to relax, so allow the urine to come out. Mm-hmm. So because her pelvic floor is like this, mm-hmm. tight, mm-hmm. she we, that's what we're working on. She can't pee? Her being able to go to the bathroom. And so we have to teach her, when you go to the bathroom, breathe. There's another little tip. Don't hover. So if you know your person that when you go to the bathroom and you want to be, and the urine doesn't come out, sit on the toilet. Don't hover on the toilet. So if you need to walk with Clorox wipes, if you need to line the toilet with tissue, do you need to do. Do you need to do, but sit down because it it. allows the muscles to to relax. relax. So anything that relates to your pelvic floor being overactive, Mm -hmm. a person with endometriosis can have because their pelvic floor Whereas muscles are generally okay. Uh-huh. But as I was saying for we as women need to be able to talk because <clears throat> when you open your mouth and you say, you know, elite urine you when I sneeze, half of the other women around, you're going to be like, yeah, me too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or if you say to them, you know, I have pain with sex, the same thing going to happen. not the good pain, the bad pain. Real bad pain. It's going to be something that you realize you're not alone with. Mm-hmm. So, A, we need to talk more oh, as women about things below the belt. And then you need to Remember that when you go to your, especially after you have a baby or in general, when you go to your doctor, there's so many things that they want to know. They're not thinking about As- things, like mm-hmm. asking things like I have this. So when I teach at the birth, I teach at birth in class. and mm-hmm. I always tell the mummies, if you have pain with sex, tell the doctor. They're not going to ask. If you find that you're leaking urine, if you find that you're having pelvic pain, if you find that you're having all these things during your pregnancy... And after you know, tell and, them and tell them, and don't feel like it is. And I
0: find, especially as black women, you kind of t- you you we tend to trivialize things that are wrong with us. Like we think that okay, maybe it's okay, and then it's like you know the the nest because I don't know what's the right word here of not being taken seriously, right? Or you're you're saying I'm in pain, and they're like, and you just over exaggerate and really and truly. When right. you complain about being in pain, at that point, it's like a fifteen out of ten. It's and it is, it's just so much. But yeah, open your mouth and come Open your mouth and see,
1: I remember there's certain things that you don't have to live with, especially a pregnancy. People say, well, you had a baby. You could sneeze on you urine. You mm-hmm. had a baby. Oh, so it's going to be painful. You're pregnant, but your pelvis is supposed to hurt you. No, no. you can get help. <laughs> That's what pelvic physios are for. You can get him out of bed, teaching you how to move in bed, teaching you how to do all these different things. Get him right back because P- people get- be sleeping on some trash. Yeah, but a lot of people, like, they have pain in pregnancy. Oh, yeah, we well, are pregnant, so just wait till it's finished. Mm-hmm. But you can actually work on that now so that when you are finished, when mm-hmm. the pregnancy is over, you can be functional. You mm-hmm. have to have a life after you give birth. Most definitely. So that's why we would say advocate for yourself at like a doctor. Now that you're listening to this and you know what pelvic health physio are could it be my pelvic floor? Can you maybe refer me to the pelvic physio? Mm-hmm. You don't like, need to be referring and put all your information anybody. <laughs> in also, people just message you time right. But you need to, um, you know, ask questions for yourself mm-hmm. and see if something feels um, place. out of place or if, if something feels wrong. I remember there is help. Always. That's what pelvic physio is for.
0: Always, always. Mm-hmm. Yes, you heard, you heard her. Make your appointment. I don't have nothing righteous. I don't have nothing else to add here because I am just, I am overclamped. I am overwhelmed. <laughs> I am overwhelmed with the information. Hello, I was not expecting. You can call it out, child. You can. Whew. Ashe, namaste, and God bless. Learn to sneeze properly, ladies. And thanks for having me. No problem. <laughs> Thank you, too, because when I took plenty information, plenty. Oh yes. Oh yes, guys. Thanks for voting for me in the week going on. Yes, I was I was nominated. I'm not sure if I've been or not, but you know, I I appreciate all the love regardless. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. Thank me for speaking. This episode was recorded and produced by Robbie by Name uh, By, at uh, from what you want me to say? From nameless. At, okay. n- this episode was recorded and produced by Robbie at Nameless Productions. Bobby Robbie Niles in the studio. M-M-M-E is Season 2